0: Go to CloudOptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's CloudOptimizer.com. Hey there, this is the Spoken Edition of Wired.
1: Fear of China Scuttles Deal That Didn't Involve China by Clint Finley President Donald Trump blocked Broadcom's proposed $105 billion acquisition of fellow wireless chip giant Qualcomm on Monday amidst mounting fears that the U.S. could fall behind China on technology innovation. That's a little odd because on its face, the deal itself has nothing to do with China. Broadcom's key units are U.S.-based. The company is headquartered in Singapore, which is generally considered friendly to the U.S. And in November, Broadcom CEO Hak Tan announced that the company would move its main office back to the U.S. while standing next to Donald Trump during a press conference at the White House, no less. Yet the Committee on Foreign Investment in the United States, or CFIUS, tasked with evaluating foreign investments in the U.S., advised Trump to block the acquisition. In a letter to Broadcom last week, the agency cited concerns that if the deal went through, Huawei and other Chinese telecommunications companies could displace Qualcomm as leaders in developing the forthcoming 5G standard for faster, higher-capacity wireless networks. The government's real concern was probably less that Qualcomm would be controlled by a foreign power, but that Qualcomm would be less innovative under Broadcom's control. Patrick Moorhead, an analyst with more insights in strategy, says Qualcomm is one of the few wireless chip companies that invests for the long term. One of the others, he says, is Huawei. If the Trump administration is worried that the U.S. wireless and semiconductor industries could fall behind China's, then it hardly matters whether Broadcom is a U.S. company or not. Broadcom is known for buying up companies and holding on to their most profitable units and then selling off the riskier parts. Analyst Ben Thompson points out in a blog post that Qualcomm's most profitable assets are its patents, which it licenses out to other companies, not its more expensive business of designing and selling chips. Slashing Qualcomm's research budget in favor of focusing on its patent business would fit Broadcom's modus operandi. Since Tan took over Broadcom, they've invested less in R&D overall, says semiconductor industry analyst Linley Gwinnap. It's a great strategy for keeping investors happy, but it leaves the cupboard bare if you want technology innovation over time. The numbers bear him out. Broadcom spending on R&D amounted to about 19% of its revenue in its most recent fiscal year. Qualcomm, by contrast, spent about 25% of its revenue on R&D. That could leave the U.S. at a disadvantage in the long term. China imports about half of its semiconductors from U.S. companies, according to a report from the U.S. Department of Commerce. But China is investing $20 billion in the semiconductor industry through its government-controlled Integrated Circuit Industry Investment Fund in hopes of becoming a real player in the global market for computer chips. Broadcom tried to address some of these concerns in a statement last week pledging to keep investing in 5G wireless technology. But the promise evidently wasn't enough for CFIUS or Trump. In a statement, Broadcom says the company is reviewing the order. Broadcom strongly disagrees that its proposed acquisition of Qualcomm raises any national security concerns. Qualcomm did not immediately respond to a request for comment. CFIUS also recently blocked the sale of semiconductor company Lattice Semiconductor to an investment firm with reported ties to the Chinese government and the sale of money transfer service MoneyGram to an affiliate of China's Alibaba. Broadcom's bid for Qualcomm was always a long shot. Broadcom's wireless chips can be found in every current iPhone model and most Android phones, and Qualcomm's Snapdragon platform powers most Android phones, while its cellular modems are found in roughly half of all iPhones. Merging the two would have created significant antitrust concerns for regulators in the U.S. and elsewhere. But despite the long odds, few expected the proposed merger to end this way.